You're listening to the Fiance Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Queen T, also known as your favorite and only fiance coach. If you're new to my channel, welcome, and I hope that you hit that subscribe button and that you return every Friday, what I like to call Fiance Friday, for a new episode. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about couples counseling, premarital counseling. The terms are very interchangeable. And I'm here to let you know that I am not either here to promote or here to dismiss your ideas of going to premarital counseling. What I'm here to do today is to just transparently share my experience and my mistakes of when I decided to embark upon that role. Do me a favor, queens, hop over to IG and Twitter and follow me at The Fiance Coach. And be sure to leave me your feedback. I want to hear your suggestions. Feel free to send me an instant message or an email at queentprod at gmail.com. Hit me up. All right. So let's jump into this episode so that you can get the recipe that you came to get. All right. This is the fiance coach connecting you to your true wife goals. Let's roll. It's your girl, Queen T here, also known as the one and only fiance coach. If you're new to my channel, make sure you hit that subscribe button, and I welcome you. Today, we're going to be talking about premarital counseling, couples counseling, whatever term you prefer. Um, I felt like this is something that a lot of women, especially women who are pursuing kingdom marriage, consider, or maybe there are kingdom men who talk about premarital counseling. And if you're meeting your spouse in the church, this is something that your pastor or your church probably recommends that you do, or it becomes a requirement that you have to do in order to get married by the church. Um, There are so many different standards that can come with premarital counseling. Um, I didn't want to come to talk bad about premarital counseling, and I didn't come to actually like heavily promote it. I am very neutral when it comes to premarital counseling. Um, I actually have done premarital counseling um, in two two times that I was engaged, and uh, I learned a lot from it. So maybe you can take something from what I have to share and uh, apply it to your life as uh, you best please. All right, so premarital counseling. The number one thing that I would recommend that you don't do, Queens, is force your man to go to premarital counseling. That's right. Forcing him to do it. Forcing him to go to premarital counseling is going to be end up being a big mistake. Um, it's something that you don't want to do. You don't want to regret it. You don't want to force your partner to do anything. And your partner should not be forcing you to do anything you're uncomfortable with. Instead, try a softer approach to it. Um, see how he feels about it if premarital counseling is something that you're considering. Um, If he's on the fence about it, you may just want to take that to God and let God wrestle with his um, king about that, his young king about that, and not try to like push him, force him to do it. When you force someone to do something, you're forcing a lot that the person isn't ready for, and you're also forcing the relationship, the engagement, wherever it is that you are in your um, phase with the person. You don't want to do that because... In counseling, a lot of things come up and 
let me let you know this. Premarital counseling does not determine that your relationship slash marriage is going to make it. It doesn't. Um, I can honestly say uh, one of my engagements, we were in premarital counseling uh, before we were even engaged. And um, what it taught me, to be honest, was that we weren't even good for each other. And um, I, I didn't expect that to come from it. I didn't. And honestly, we started with like this couples counseling that had nothing to do with like Christian principles um, because the person that I was with at the time, he was, he didn't, he considered, he considered himself a Christian. I paused a little bit on that. He considered himself a Christian, but more like a nominal Christian. He didn't like the church. Um, he would always make comments about like, you Christians, you Christians, those type of guys. And it's just like, wait, I thought you were a Christian. Um, but we were in uh, couples counseling and it wasn't with a counselor who was a, in alignment with Christian principles. And we went to her for a while and we learned a lot about each other. But after a while, I said, you know what? I need something more. You're, you're talking about marrying me. And we were engaged by this time. And we ended up seeing another counselor. And in that moment, I think we learned that we're just not right for each other. Um, there was this test that they had given us, the counselor had given us. And um, we, the only things we seem to have had in common was our viewpoints towards family, about family roles. That was it. We had so many other things we did not have in common. And not even that, I could tell that I forced him to go to counseling and he let me know that he felt forced because as soon as counseling was over, he was out of there. Like he, he couldn't wait. It was like, it was punishment. And we didn't get anywhere because here it is, this person is sitting in counseling and you think that you're getting through to them, but sometimes they can be putting on an app. So that's why I heavily caution you to not force your significant other to go to counseling. The second thing is premarital counseling can be really good because there are a lot of things that come up that you probably don't know about this individual. Something that people neglect to talk about when they're dating is finances. Do you know if that person's in bankruptcy? Do you know if that person had a foreclosure? Do you know if that person's credit is jacked up? Like, do you know if that person's good with money? These are things that when you're dating, you're not even really thinking about because you're so into the person. They're cool. Um, you have a good time with them. Uh, whatever the vibes is when you're around them, you're not even trying to look for the flaws. But premarital counseling can help you put a magnifying glass on things that the person or even you have been hesitant to talk about. And you can kind of get a sense in premarital counseling when a topic is uncomfortable for another person. You, it will come up. So I would definitely say that's one of the reasons that premarital counseling is good. Now, when I said that I'm kind of neutral about it, um, I admitted that I was one of the women that forced my significant other to go to premarital counseling. Um, there was my first engagement. You know, I never even thought about counseling, couples counseling or any of this, but my first engagement, my fiance was the one who um, brought up, we should go to couples counseling. And we maybe went to like one or two sessions and I just was like, really, is this guy serious? Um, but if you write my book, Three Rings and a Promise, you'll get more of that. Um, but premarital counseling is something that you don't want to feel like you need to have in order to have a successful marriage. My caution to you is that whether you go to pre-marriage counseling or not, you still have to know what type of person that you're going to be. 
You have to have an idea of the type of person that you think this other person is. And yes, you may get the answers in premarital counseling, but a lot of the answers will just come from spending time with God. God will start to reveal that person's character to you. God will start to show you things about that person before you say, I do, to let you know and get a glimpse of this is the person that you're saying you want to marry. A lot of times we think that people are going to change with marriage. I've heard women also say that they think they thought their partner would change after they had a baby. These things don't change people. If anything, a lot of people don't do well with change. And it kind of takes some people a, a bit longer than others to even adjust to it. So my thing is, if there are things that about this individual that you are hesitant about, I would pause. I really would pause. And um, that may even require you to say like, hey, I think we should slow things down a bit. You know, you have to be honest with yourself. Marriage is not going away anywhere. I think that was something that I had to help myself realize. Yes, I'm married now. But now I say to myself these days, like, wow, like, there was really like this rush to get married. And, you know, if you think about it, like marriage isn't going anywhere. Like the government isn't going to come and say that, oh, nobody can ever be married ever again. I strongly believe that if you have a desire for marriage in your heart, you didn't put it there. I believe that the Lord put it there for a reason. And I believe that he's calling you to something. But you should definitely take your time and figure out what that means to you. And I'm telling you, don't have this list of we get together, we jump in premarital counseling, X, Y, and Z. Get rid of the list. Go to God. That's the best thing you can do. Get rid of the list and go to God. Don't force your partner to go to premarital counseling. If they want to go to premarital counseling, that's great. A lot, and I, I notice I use that force word because sometimes there are churches. I was a member of a church that had a requirement that if you wanted to get married by the pastors of that church, you had to go through their premarital counseling with their counselors. And sometimes that's just the requirement. It all depends on how you want to do it. But nowadays, people are able to find pastors on the knot.com and wedding wire and, uh, you know, not pastors. What do you call those? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I lost the, the name. But they're able. To, yes, a minister. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. People are able to find ministers who are able to officiants, y'all officiants, not ministers. God help me. People are able to find wedding officiants. People who are licensed to marry people in your state and just get it over with. A lot of people are just going to the court, especially COVID is still lurking around. Families are really still hesitant about getting together in large numbers. Um, even I had, I had a mini-money. I don't even know where that word came from, but hey, I had a mini-money and it was one of the best decisions that we did because I'm not in debt for my wedding, thank God. Um, but what you don't want to do is to... Drag your partner, literally, I'm thinking of the cake topper with the wife pulling the husband. That's the visual that I have right now. You don't want to drag your future spouse, future kingdom partner to do anything. You shouldn't have to force them. If they are hesitant about it, don't get mad. Don't fight back. Just go to God. It might not be for you all. It might not be needed. God may just be able to show you things, everything you need to know about that person before you all take that next step, okay? So my thing is today, just don't put 100% of 
you're all into, oh, we need to do premarital counseling because it does not guarantee that you're going to marry the person. It doesn't guarantee that you're going to have a perfect marriage. It just doesn't, you know, and I'm going to talk about some other topics as well, because there are a lot of things that us kingdom women do that we believe if we do this, we're going to have this perfect marriage. And um, a lot of my mentors will tell me there's no such thing as perfect marriage. Um, it's only this idea that we have. But when you're actually living in the reality of it, you really get to see things from another lens and you start thinking about the woman you were before you got married and all the things you wish you had known so that you didn't make the mistakes that you're regretting. All right. That's my time, ladies. Do me a favor. Hop on IG and Twitter and follow me at The Fiance Coach. Be sure to also follow my women's ministry at My Sister Circle of Christ, along with the vessel and lead of that, Anastasia, the life coach on IG. All right. She's Anna at Anna underscore the life coach. That's Anna, A-N-A, not, not two N's, but one N. She will bust me out if I let y'all think that she has two N's in her name, okay? All right, y'all, so that's my time. I love y'all. Hit me up. Give me your questions, suggestions. I want to hear it all. All right, take care. Hit subscribe. Share with another queen. Be blessed.